peoples of the worldwide federated internet, what's good? So something that I've personally been struggling with, well, I say struggling, not really struggling, but trying to work through um, studying the book of Jonah is pride. And, I, and I'll explain what I mean by pride. So in my daily study, I look at a bunch of stuff. I kind of make some determinations. Some of those determinations right at times at times they're wrong sometimes i discover later on that oh i was wrong about this xyz and since i started doing this podcast sometimes i have to fight that that desire to say something just to seem right so if when i say something i want to make sure that it is understood i'm not saying this because i'm trying to come across to you like I know everything or have everything filled out or figured out. I want you to understand that this is truly a matter of something that I literally thought as I was reading through whatever book, whatever passage, it wasn't that I'm trying to come off like I'm this, you know, well thought out scholar. I'm not a scholar. One, my thoughts are very simple. Two, and I'm wrong a lot. Three, so just want to get that clear that. Uh, get that out the way clear the air just want to make that known this is i'm not a i'm a layman and i think i've said this before i'm sitting in a pew i am i'm not a pastor i'm not a preacher this podcast is therapeutic some of you may get completely tired of me repeating this but there's different listeners Sometimes new listeners, sometimes listeners who come back who haven't listened in a while. And I just want to reiterate this so this is known and it is understood. Clear that, clear the air, get that out of the way. Now, with that said, I kind of wanted to cover some things that I've been thinking about through the book of Jonah. And it's made it, so it's made it hard to do a daily podcast through my study right because some of my thoughts especially going through this book I'm like ah I don't know about this I'm thinking this I don't know I don't know if I'm I really want to share that because I don't know I don't want to it's like a it's like a delicate balance right I have a small audience so it's not like I have millions of listeners I, I probably have maybe 10 or 15 listeners per you know, podcasts, maybe a little more sometimes, but I definitely don't want to influence anyone negatively. I don't want someone to walk away from this podcast thinking that, yeah, this dude, he's well studied. So he said this and I'm gonna run with it. Nah, it would, it would be very beneficial for you to go do your own study. I'm glad you, you've joined me. Glad you're listening. So some thoughts I have through the, through the book of Jonah Thoughts that challenge my previous thoughts, right? One of the thoughts I had. So 
a long time ago, one of my overarching thoughts through the book of Jonah is God must have sent Jonah to the Ninevites to preserve Israel and that alone. Now, no doubt that is definitely what happened. And I believe that was part of it. But then I had a thought that challenged that thought. I'm like, okay, Jeroboam, not exactly doing what he's supposed to do better than some of the other Kings, but still some remnant wickedness. All right. Clearly God instructed Jonah to say some things to Jeroboam. And he did. We find that again in the book of second Kings, Jeroboam carried out some things. Now, maybe, maybe God instructed Jonah to say some other things that weren't covered. It's possible. But my thought was, okay, why go to the Ninevites, right? These are these some thoughts that I want you to, to, to think about, right? Because I like generating discussions, especially around the Bible. Why send them to the Ninevites? Why not just have Jonah concentrate and focus on Jeroboam? Yo, talk to Jeroboam, talk to the, to the children of Israel, plead with him, plead with the, the different, you know, people within Israel around him and try to get him off the, off of this destructive path, right? Why not do that? Why not foster some kind of revival, spiritual revival within the Northern kingdom? Why go this route? So then my next thought was that is based on the assumption. You remember I said this, the assumption about the old Testament with many people is that it's only about Israel. And that's a false assumption. This, the Old Testament is a historical record of God's dealings with man. That's everybody. That's all of us, not just Israel. Now, Israel was a chosen people that God chose for his own reasons and his own purposes. But it wasn't just to protect and save just this people. Right? You remember what he told Abraham? He told Abraham, through his seed, the whole world was going to be blessed. So it's not, it, it's easy to miss that point because of the direction of most modern teaching. It's easy to miss the point that, yo, yes, the Hebrew people, God called out Abraham, selected him for his own reason. It wasn't because Abraham was so special above everybody else. That's not what it was. God, for his, for his own reason, chose Abraham, right? Probably, if I had to guess, probably because amongst the people of the planet at that time, Abraham had a, a specific disposition and bent toward faith, toward trusting in God. I don't know, right? I can, I can theorize about that all day long. Okay, so what, when you... When you ask yourself, okay, what was he doing with Abraham and Israel? Is this just about Israel? Well, the Lord Jesus Christ said, search the scripture for in them. ye think ye have eternal life and they are they which testify of me and you will not come unto me that you may have life. So we find out that the old Testament points to the Lord Jesus Christ, a large, large part, you know, of, of the whole theme of the entire Bible is the
the Lord Jesus Christ. And you have sub-themes, right? You have themes that, that fall under that, different threads throughout the Bible. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing it forward, connecting this thought. So why didn't he just go to Jeroboam? Why didn't he just go to the southern kingdom? Why, did he, why didn't he just prophesy to Israel and Judah? In my opinion, this is further proof that the Old Testament is not just about the Hebrew people. It is about mankind. It is about the sin and fall of man, our wickedness, and God's redemption. So this is everyone. Now, the reason I'm saying this is I, I go back to the Lord Jesus Christ pointing to the prophet Jonah as far as the sign that's going to be given to the Hebrew people, right? They asked him for a sign. He said, there's, there's, you're not going to get a sign. The only sign you're going to get as the prophet Jonah was in the, the belly of the well three days and three nights. Right. He said, this, this, this is going to be the sign. This is what's going to happen. Right. And, and, and it explains, he said this signifying his, his death, his burial, and his resurrection, the, the three days and three nights, and he's going to be raised from the dead. He's, this is the only sign you're going to get. But in that, again, this, this is, this is where reading behind certain, what I would say, Older thinkers, right? Thinkers that came before me. These these men and women are not perfect. Uh, not everything they believe is correct. But you can really learn a lot by examining what other people have thought as well. And these are these are things that I'm beginning to, as I exercise, and as and when I say exercise, I mean spiritually read my Bible, thinking through things, asking myself questions, wondering, okay, why did this happen and why did that happen? When you start doing that, what begins to happen is you realize that certain things are done and certain things are said, and there's more to it than you realize, like the Lord Jesus Christ mentioned in Jonah. What if these people who were listening to him would have actually went back and analyzed and thought about the book of Jonah? They probably would have asked themselves some questions. Why did Jonah, why did God send Jonah to the Ninevites? They're Syrians. Why didn't he just deal with Israel? It, it prophesied to him, judge him, you know, whatever. Why didn't he just do that? Well, again, when you look back at the Lord Jesus Christ referencing the prophet Jonah, now you have to ask yourself, okay, so if I'm a Hebrew at that time, if I'm a Jew at that time that the Lord Jesus Christ made that statement, and I'm actually thinking not just mechanically reading the Bible, if I'm thinking, then I'm like, yo, he mentioned Jonah. Okay, Jonah was in the in the belly of this whale. Okay, but yo, Jonah, Jonah was the only Hebrew in this whole book. The Mariners, they weren't Hebrew. They get saved. The Assyrians, they're not Hebrew. They get saved. You know, let's just say a good portion of them. I'm not going to say all of them. Let's say a good portion of them believe on the Most High God of heaven and earth. But why did God go to these pagan people? Why didn't he just go to Jeroboam? Why didn't he go to Judah? Why did, why did he send Jonah to these people? Now, if, if again, I am a Hebrew person 
during the time of the Lord Jesus Christ, then my next thought is, yo, do we have all of this backwards? Like we're assuming that God has nothing to do and no dealings with the Gentiles. Maybe we're mistaken in this. You see, I think if a, if a person would have done that or anybody who did do this at this time, I think that thought process kind of removed the scales. The scales start to fall off and you start to go, oh, we might have this backwards. We might really be mis misunderstanding many things. I think that's what happened to Nicodemus. Nicodemus was hearing the messages. He was really thinking, in my opinion, like I said, we're not necessarily given all these details, but in my opinion, Nicodemus was actually thinking about the scriptural references that the Lord Jesus Christ was making. And the reason I bring all of this up is when the Lord Jesus Christ mentions Jonah and references Jonah, a person at the time who was actually paying attention to their Bible, reading their Bible and familiar at least with the account of Jonah would have had a flood of thoughts, right? It's, it's almost, it's, it's almost as though, and again, this is not anything I'm saying definitive, definitively. These are things I'm working through and thinking as I'm reading Jonah, it's almost as though the Lord Jesus Christ was giving these people an opening, a window, so to speak where they didn't fully understand his purpose. They, they didn't fully understand the manner of his coming. And so he's dropping gems on them, giving them things that if a person would honestly seek, would definitely receive what he was saying and go, Oh, let me think about this book because he brought up a book that we're not really paying attention to. As I told you before, I listened to, I listened to, uh, I wish I can remember the gentleman's name. He was a, a Jewish rabbi and he was talking about, I listened to a few, but the one in particular that I, that I went back to and he was talking about Jonah, hearing the things he says. And the thing that's missing is as I'm listening to him, I'm like, yo, it's kind of crazy that He's not really mentioning the fact that Jonah is not going to any Hebrew people. It's all Gentiles that he's dealing with this entire book. I was like, that's kind of fascinating that that's not something that stands out at all. So this, this, what this kind of where my thinking goes. When the Lord Jesus Christ said that the, that the scripture testifies of him, I, I believe that's the entire Bible. Now, again, there's sub themes, right? So the Bible is about the Lord Jesus Christ and sub themes. But I think if you actually start thinking about what is said, wherever you read in your Bible, especially namely the old Testament, right? Since this was before the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ, man, I think you really do find the message of the gospel, which, you know, this surprise, surprise, this is not news probably to anyone who listens to this podcast, but for me, at least 
reading the book of Jonah and trust me, I've read, I've listened again. I'm looking at historical references, listening again. And what I'm beginning to realize is the more you read some of these books and the more time you spend in some of these books, the more you start to actually think past the mechanical reading. Like it goes beyond that. A, a, a small book like Jonah and I've been on for, you know, a few weeks reading stuff, reading other stuff, thinking through some things, which has made it honestly kind of hard to record because my thoughts are incomplete. A lot of, uh, let me, let me see how to word this. Much of what I'm thinking through the book of Jonah is unfinished thoughts. So this is definitely something Lord willing, if God allows that I'll come back to and revisit because I'm sure there's going to be much that I'm wrong about. I'm sure that there's much I'll go back to and go, man, you were completely wrong about this. What the heck were you thinking? But I would encourage you think past the mechanical. There's a lot more going on in a lot of these books than we know. I'm seeing that through the book of Jonah. You know, I just got out of the book of Exodus and man, that was a Exodus is a very, I'm not, I don't want to make it seem like, you know, these books are just so completely scholarly. You have to scowl the earth, but they take a little more thought. And it, and it makes me think about references in the book of Psalms about meditating on God's word. This is not, this is not an ordinary book. To my discredit, many times when I read, that's how I approach it, right? Unconsciously, right? I know this is God's inspired word, but unconsciously, I'm like, all right, daily reading. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to change that whole mentality and the way I approach reading the Bible is not how I approach other books. When I'm reading, I'm like, all right, I need to park here and think about what's being said. Maybe spend some more time really just focusing in on what's being said and not really concentrating on the speed at which I get through, you know, however many passages doing that has really stopped me in my tracks in a good way in the book of Jonah. I think it's a good practice. Somebody mentioned this to me years ago and you know how it is when you're young, you're young, you're not paying attention. You think you know everything, but really what do you know? Anyway, y'all know what it is. Stay frosty, people.